This episode of the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show is brought to you by BadMagics.com. BadMagics.com. More than just an online journal or a clothing line, BadMagics.com is a lifestyle brand dedicated to keeping you fresh from art to the music to the gear. BadMagics.com. Shout out to the magic man. BadMagics.com. Defenders of the true school. What it is and what it do, I am Lawrence G. And this is your boy Joey Burnham. And this is the, the Grown, grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show, where we talk about love, life, and grown man shit. And everything in between. Yeah. My Nika. What's up? What's up? It's cracking, man. Nothing's just chilling, man. I had a. Uh, a very interesting weekend. Oh, you can talk about that interesting weekend? <laughs> we can talk about the interesting weekend. Before now, um, we do that, I got a major announcement. I got yeah. some. I got something I want to do. First of all, we are only three episodes in. That's already up, and I want to say thank you. And well, at this point, we only got three in. We record a little bit ahead of time, but I just want to say thank you to everybody that's supporting. Everybody that's following us on SoundCloud, you can find us at the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show on SoundCloud. I want to thank everybody that's subscribing, everybody that's downloading, everybody that's reposting, everybody that's showing me love in the Facebook groups. The shout out to the the uh, cassette tapes kids Facebook group. Uh, our Facebook page is uh, the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show. Um, we got a Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at Lawrence G. On Twitter, you can follow Joe at Joey Burnham. That's J-O-E-Y-B-U-R-N, apostrophe thingy in the air, E-M. Uh, you can also call, follow the company, Fourth Coast Media, at uh, Fourth Coast Media on Twitter. All that's on Twitter. But now for the drum roll. Can I get a drum roll? And that's Joey Burnham, spelled J-O-E-Y-B-U-R-N, apostrophe E-M, Burnham. Burnham. Yeah. Can I get a drum roll? I don't know how to do a drum roll. I do a, I do a, a motherfucking. I do a gun. I do a 21 gun salute. We have just been approved to be on Google Play. So now, if you don't feel like downloading the SoundCloud app and signing up for it, if you already don't have uh, SoundCloud and putting in your name and coming up with it, putting in the email address and coming up with a uh, password and all that stuff, mm-hmm. all you have to do is go in your phone to Google Play, go into the podcast section and type in the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show and find it. It's right there. Hit subscribe. All the episodes are up and constantly being updated. So thank everybody for all your support. Um, I would name names, but I don't want to forget nobody because I love y'all all. Thank you. Anywho, back to the show. How was your week? Um, I had a very interesting week because I ran into two of my ex-girlfriends. Oh, shit. I will say no names, and I will not go into detail deeply, but I was just thinking about, and obviously I said ex for a reason because we are no longer together. One, I was with for two, three years. The other one, I, you know, that wasn't even a serious relationship. Uh, 
we were together for maybe a couple, about a year or something like that. But anyway, bottom line, girlfriends are very interesting, especially ex-girlfriends, because we learn so much from them, especially the ones that fuck us up. It's like the ones that treat us really, really good. We don't really learn as much from, but the ones that fuck over us, yeah, we, we learn a whole lot. We learn a whole lot. We learn what we do and what we don't want in relationships. We learn what we will and what we won't put up with. We learn basically those ex-relationships, though, especially the fucked up ones. It makes you a better man. And that's, that's really what's, what's been on my mind the last couple of days, man. Just uh, the women that have molded Joey Burnham until the nigga he is today. That's what's up. Um, I got a few women that molded my life. I got a few women that uh, messed me up. And I got a few women that, I mean, you know, I got married at 22. So, I mean, you know, I got married kind of young. And, and obviously my wife has uh, molded me and shaped me the most because that's who I grew up with. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're 22 years from 22 to 37 you know what i'm saying like that's the person who when i thought i was grown <laughs> you know what i'm saying she's the one that helped but we both realized damn we ain't as grown as we thought we was so you know we had that growing process together so but i've had some women in my life that uh i learned some things from you know what i'm saying um some friends some female friends some relationships some situations um before I got married, man, I used to just love to be around. I used to like sit, just sit around women and soak up game. I had so many female friends because when you, um, when you ain't that threat, you know what I'm saying. When when you get to that point with a female where you ain't a threat and you ain't really even after anything, the relationship that you get into with a female is is very interesting because they're like, oh, okay, well I can I can talk to this dude. He ain't trying to get no coochie from me, so. And and they put you up on game, you know what I'm saying? And give you stuff to 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 pay attention to. Yeah. But uh anyway. Oh my boy, uh we got uh Jonathan Crane stepping off in the building. What's going on, brother? You know what I mean? I'm just uh buying prostitutes. <laughs> and making lots of loots. That's what I'm talking about. You found the rhyme. I knew you would. Yes, I would. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Jonathan Crane who has uh, brought a bag of goodies for everyone. Alcohol and cocaine. <laughs> we just waiting on him to grab the microphone, set everything up. And uh, yeah, we in here, man, talking about these hoes, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, what would you think? And I guess this is a loaded question because I already know my answer, if that's what loaded question means. Um, no, but seriously, though, what? is the deepest lesson you have learned from a woman um the deepest lesson that i got from this marriage as a whole here is the here okay look here's the beautiful thing about marriage um as as it relates to women here's the beautiful thing about marriage i think that being married especially young and growing up with the woman i'm not gonna say i understand women but I kind of get how they operate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I yeah, kind of get, I I get how they that. operate. And that's the beautiful thing about marriage is you kind of 
understand the expectations. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. We're arguing over drinks right now. Damn it, that's the one I wanted. <laughs> Shit. Bitches a new day. Bitches a new day. Okay, well, give me the Coca-Cola. Give me the caffeine. Um, but yeah, anyway, like I was saying, man, it's just um the the beautiful thing I I, I feel like I understand. I'm trying to be sensitive and say this and not be an asshole. Um, women at the base, at the very basic need, they all want the same thing. Yeah, the basic needs. The basic needs. At, at the very raw, bottom basics of the whole thing, women all want the same thing. They pretty much just want a man who can who can take control who can uh ha- who has initiative who wants to who uh, will get off his ass and provide and um they want security and they want love and they want attention and that's just like at the base of everything that women want but here's the here's the crazy thing about being married man being married i got so much game dog yeah you you better i got some bitch being around a woman bro being around a woman helped me talk to other women you know what I'm saying? Like, it gives you so much. It's like, I put it like this. It's like having superpowers and not being able to use them. Yeah. It's like, it's like God It's like God coming down to you and saying, Lawrence, you're going to be able to see through walls. With great power. You're going to be able to fly. You're going to be able to. You're gonna be able to fly, jump over stuff. You're going to have superhuman strength. But here's the catch. You can't use any of it. You get so much game when you get married because it's like. You you learn you learn how to finesse your conversation a little bit better. You learn the power of uh, we, like like for instance, back in the day when the house was messed up, I used to come in and be like, I used to come in and say, "Damn, you ain't did nothing all day. You ain't cleaned up." That's an argument, <laughs> right there. You actually did the classic thing. That's the, but no, that's an argument right there because you get pissed off. But then if I come in the house and I be like, "Damn, babe, we really need to clean up, don't we?" It's a whole different conversation. You know what I'm saying? So, but it's like you just learn, and that still doesn't work at all. The fuck you mean, we <laughs> nigga? You better get to it. Bitch, I been jam all day. I tell you what, though. Um, see, your point of view because you're a married man, your point of view is more of a team situation. You've learned how to be a team. Yeah, with a yeah, woman, yeah, 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 yeah. And you've learned how to work with a woman. And on some levels, I have. On some levels, but me being a single man. Having several failed relationships, what I've learned is what I can offer a woman or what I can't offer a woman. I've I've learned. Stop right there. Start right there. What what can't you offer a woman? Let's start right there. Because that's because that's I, I think that's something that um a lot of men don't 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 don't. don't discuss don't think about it. don't well like nobody ever says because at the end of the day you know we all chasing pussy when you chasing pussy it's like, i can get everything but exactly. nobody ever says nobody ever says here's what i can't do so what are exactly. the things you can't do um let me see what can i do that's a hard question to answer man because if it's the right woman i'll try my best to do as much as i can but there is a limit Hmm. Let me think about that. But while I'm thinking, I'll say this. I know 
from going with so many women, I know that I'm a certain breed of dog. <laughs> right. Well, and you know, certain breeds can do certain things. Certain dogs can hunt better and smell better than others and run faster. The North England bloodhound. Yes. And I'm the uh, Southeastern Negro. <laughs> That's the type of dog I am. And that dog is loyal. That dog will go very violent if you fuck with what he loves. That dog, first and foremost, is very loyal and does not stray far away from home. Me being that dog. Well, you kind of sound like a pit bull. But, (laughs) But at the same time, I'm very antisocial. So... The problems, the problems that I've had in my relationship is I don't really care to know new people. I believe in my day ones. If I haven't known you for more than, mm, I say, five years, if I haven't known you for more than five years, maybe four, if you're just a legit person, then I'm not really going to reach my hand out to you and try to extend the olive branch. I'm not going to be an asshole, but I'm not going to try to be your friend. I, I don't really do good at making new friends, not because I'm an asshole, but because I believe in my day ones. And the problem that presents in, in a relationship is this. Your girlfriend, because mo- women are more social than men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here in, in my relationships, here you have a woman that wants me to meet her friends and she wants me to be, you know, all up in everybody's face and shit. And me personally, all up in the video, all up in the, video. up in the videos, <laughs> dancing. dancing. Yeah. You need to go to death row and get a wife. Yeah, exactly. You know, man. hey, it's the problem, nigga. You ain't date Suge Knight. Come to Joy Burnham's house and get some dick. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about being all in the videos dancing. I'm gonna have you in the videos. Fuck you. You gotta and, update and that. You are speaking <laughs> to Diddy. You gotta, you gotta update that. All on IG, <laughs> all on your Twitter line, all on YouTube. I don't know, man. I I just I ain't been able to find the right fit for me. That's what I'll say. I can scratch all the bullshit I did say and all the bullshit I was going to possibly say by saying this. I ain't been able to find the right woman for me and, and vice versa. And here's the thing. At first, I used to think, damn, I need to find the right woman for me. Or, well, no, scratch that. I used to think, like, I need to step my game up to get me a woman. And, and that's true to a large degree. Well, yeah, you gotta you just have to teeth. have your shit together. You, you, gotta, you do. If you, brush your teeth. That's all it takes. You don't need much. Just, but, just, just walk up to a woman and say, look at my smile. Look at these nuts. Look at these teeth. Smell my nuts. <laughs> Smell like, my nuts. I'm like Dave Chappelle. Look at these nuts. They're smooth as eggs. <laughs> you see his balls? They're smooth as eggs. Eggs. Black people just say eggs. White people but, say eggs. But here's the eggs. thing. Here's the thing, man. But, but um, let me let me finish. Though I hate to cut you off. Don't cut me off. You do me like that all the fucking time. So because I'm rude. Everybody knows that. Well, thank you. I, I feel like that's a compliment because you know you're rude and I'm not rude. As I drink my tea. We ain't going to do no product placement because y'all ain't paying us shit. You pay us something, then we'll talk the shit about what we sipping on. Anyway, <laughs> you can, yeah, you can edit that. But no, Advertisers, but Google, hook a nigga up. Yeah, we need Google to fuck with. I'm going to choose the dirty over you, Google. No, but um, no, but seriously, seriously, on, on some real shit, 
I'm I'm 33. Yes, I'm dating myself. Um, that's not like masturbation or some shit. I'm dating myself. <laughs> hey, let me call you back. I'm dating myself. I'm dating myself. <laughs> I got candles. I don't know if I can men deal don't do with that. you anymore. How can I even deal with you? <laughs> men, men don't do that, do they? This is such an ADHD about that. I don't care. show right now. Let's think about that, though. Before we get any further, men don't do that, do they? Men don't like candles and put on soft music and... Like that's like before they, they be, do before it, they, they do beat it to their damn dick. The people who do like it, that for you don't just do that. Men don't do that shit to beat their dick. They don't like light candles, and it's just like it, you just be watching TV one day and then you see flow from that damn progressive commercial. Yeah, flow from the progressive commercial <laughs> with them big red ass lips, that <laughs> lipstick. Yeah. I tell my she's, she's like the type of girl that is like I don't know why I like her as much as I do. Yeah, man. And I can't really figure it out. I'm like, damn, what is it about Flo? You know, you know, for real though. When did you get here? <laughs> I'm actually not here. I'm your conscience. <laughs> but uh, you know, you who, do like Flo from the progressive. You know who I got a hood rat crush on, man. She's a straight hood rat, and I love her to death. Amber Rose. I know, right? I love Amber Rose. Rose. She's a, a she's beautiful a, girl. That, she's so damn fine. She's just such a hood rat. But anyway. <laughs> Well, excuse me. She's, she's, she's a cute. she's a slut. She's oh yeah, but okay. But anyway, okay. Back to the serious shit. This is what I was saying. I was basically saying at 33 years old, I realized this about the relationships that I have been in. I always looked at them, right? And my last, but not my last relationship, but in recent relationships I've been in, I can honestly say it ain't been my fault why we broke up. The uh, the nail in the coffin wasn't my fault. Maybe other things surrounding that nail in the coffin, but the the main reason why we separated wasn't me. So I can say that, and I can say that confidently. But at the end of the day, at 33 years old, what I realize is I need to concentrate more on, or as much. I need to concentrate as much on what I can offer the woman right? as much as what I can get. Because when I was a young nigga, I used to concentrate on what can she do for me? Can she do that for me? What advantage do I gain from being with her? Me, 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 me. And that's an, a very important and thing. And most to keep people go into their marriages like that, too. And you should have that on your mind. No, the, the me, me, me but, aspect, you should not have that on your mind when you're getting married. <laughs> when you're getting married, bro, you should not have that on your mind. Well, hear me out. I think to a small degree, you should have a sense of what can you do for me in, 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 in a relationship. But, 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 but. That's just natural. That's to me. That's like a human instinct. But I think it's more important to go into it like, "What can I do for you?" That's the real question, right? That's the real question. The real question is, "What can I offer this woman? What is she looking for?" So, boom, you talk to her. You don't date her out the back. You don't. You don't hit that pussy off the back. You take the time to get to know this person. One month, two months, three months, however long it takes. Don't take too long, but I'll say about five to six months of dating somebody. And ain't no title. You're just getting to know this human being. Yeah, and you know black people don't do that. I feel like black people don't do that. I feel I, I don't like, feel like young men do that. I don't, of any race. That's, that's definitely that's a, grown, about wham, bam, that's a grown you, man. man mind state to say, I don't want this from you right now. I need to get to know you. That's some but, shit but, that only works if you're 34, 32, 30. But shouldn't it be up to us to teach that, though, for real, since we some grown-ass men and 
I, I'm be honest that with helps. you. I'm be honest with you. Um, if I was talking to 22 year old Lawrence, I'd be like, nigga, don't. That's a that's a wonderful woman. Don't marry her right now. Don't do that shit right now, bro. Wait, wait a couple years. Let her get herself established. You get yourself established. I promise you, you got a beautiful family waiting on you. Don't do it right now. Wait, wait till both of y'all mature and you go get something up under your belt. I wouldn't. I, if I could talk to twenty-two year old me, that would be my speech, bro. She fine. I know. Wait. Everybody always says that if I could talk to the twenty-two year old version of me. If I could talk to the twenty-two year old version of me, I would be talking about lottery numbers. <laughs> I'd be talking about. Things that could reaching my hand through the space time continuum to impart knowledge that could help me become a billionaire or something like that. Like fucking nigga advice. Fuck, fuck women advice. I'm gonna get women after I give myself these lottery ticket numbers. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Man. I yeah, dude walking room. But yeah, you're billionaire. Right. There's a billionaire in here, bitches. Who wants to marry your billionaire? But that's what, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, but having so many failed relationships, because the thing is this, I, I've i been in, like most people, multiple relationships. I've been in, I'm going to say off the top of my head, two extremely serious relationships where I thought I was going to marry these chicks, and we shacked up. And it felt like a fucking divorce. It right. felt like a divorce, because here I am, with in both situations, in both situations, I move in with these these women. We live together for multiple years. Then it gets to the point where it's time to sep- uh, separate. And we literally have to sift through property and say, okay, you get the couch. I get the goddamn coffee table. You get the toaster. What about this? What about that? Then you have to separate. We had insurance together, so we got to, like, we literally have to unravel our lives and go back to, that individualism mm. and that feels like a fucking divorce and that shit is taking a big ass toll on me i ain't gonna lie and what i learned through that whole process is i have to realize what i can give a woman and what i can't give a woman because it ends up being false promises that's not your intent but from a man's perspective it ends up seeming as if you're giving a woman false promises and false hope because you said, okay, I love you so much, I'll do anything for you. She's going to expect anything. And in a nigga's heart, you want to do anything for the woman you love. But realistically, it's like, hey, baby, I, can, I, I can't do no more than what I can naturally do. Right, right, This right, is right. the type of dog I am, so you should expect these traits Look, from me. I am a beagle. I'm a beagle. <laughs> and be, a beagle going to do what a beagle is going to do. Right, exactly. But, but, but Scottish then again, terrier. But, I'm a Scottish terrier. But then again, when you when you put it like that, and you saying it with such finality that you don't even include growth. I know, right? Somebody told me that. Yeah, you don't even include growth because here's the thing. One thing that, once again, I learned being married is that you don't change. For the most part, you don't really change who you are at your base. I'm the same person now that I was when I was 16 years That's old. That's what I'm talking about. But I have evolved. There's a difference between growth and evolution. I, I'm the same who I am. I just evolved. And so now I can pay attention to. <laughs> so now I can pay attention to things that my wife may need or or things that I know that I may need. There's a standoff going on in here. I'm going to get naked and fight you. <laughs> That's some prison <laughs> shit right there. 
That happens in prison? That's some bullshit. No, nah, nigga, I know. Homeboy, my homeboy boss player told me that, uh, nigga, they used to strip down in their boxes and fight. <laughs> because he said if a nigga you, grab you, you, it's over. Are you certain that they were fighting and not fucking? <laughs> <laughs> so did what he, were you saying, you Lawrence? Mis- misinterpret what? Okay, go he, ahead. He, he said fight. Okay. He said fight. But uh, anyway, no, no. It's evolution. like but you, evolution. But uh, evolution is an ongoing thing. Evolution... Inside of a relationship, it's those little epiphanies that you have to yourself. Um, I feel what you're saying. I hate Jonathan Crane <laughs> right now. He's fucking up the show. Again, he's the bad luck charm. Again. <laughs> I feel what you're saying, but So you don't so you don't so you don't think that you think you just right there, like I'm not gonna and then you know what? It's gonna be marriage is gonna be harder for you than it was for me. Because it's like you know, you get you older, and I'm gonna be stuck in my. You're gonna be more stuck in your ways, and more than likely, unless you just date a chick that's way younger than you, she gonna be stuck in her ways too. I don't want a chick that's younger than me. At the end of the day, I want the right chick for me. Whoever is right for me, that's who I want. Black, white, twenties, thirties. I don't really want to go below 28. You want to, you want to meet a nice little 60-year-old woman? 28. Oh. I'll say my age range would be 28 up to 67. About 46. I'm 33. I'll say 28. So you're a date a woman older than you? Hell yeah, I date a woman older than me. Tell her ass up. Mm-hmm. That experienced motherfucker. They say women don't reach their sexual peak until their, their older ages anyway. To their 40s. So yeah. she'll, like at 42. she'll get dick down. Dick, 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 dick. Not to get sick, but do you think that you're putting a limit on maybe finding the person you're looking for because you're starting at 28? I mean, you know, sometimes when you put limitations on that, you can kind of miss out on a good chick just because some chicks may be 35, but they act like they're 19. And a chick may be 19 and she has all of her shit together. I ain't about to be 33 years old. Dating a 19-year-old, a 21, 22, 23, 24. Your ass wouldn't keep up. <laughs> you wouldn't keep up. It's only so much future it's a nigga only, can listen to. It's only, uh, <laughs> of course. Well, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Like, do you really, do you really want your wife to listen to Drake I'm all saying, the time? I'm saying that they're immature 34, 35-year-old women. Who never learned anything. And I would this, and, 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 and I, I would hope that, that you would learn who that broad is and stay <laughs> clear her. I don't want that bitch. I don't want that motherfucker at all. But uh I ain't gonna discriminate. A good woman is a good woman. As long as she's in the age range that I have given. Twenty eight to forty six, I can fuck with that. Maybe forty seven if she really hitting on some. <laughs> um so I can fuck with that age range, but at the end of the day, I need you know to, what though? I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Older, here's my issue with an older woman, especially a woman that's like in her 40s and damn near 50s. Think about the fact that most women that you run across now, if they're single and they're in their 40s, they probably have a kid, and they maybe have been in a relationship seriously all the time. Their expectations are totally different. You know what I'm saying? It's all business. It's, it's all, all business. It's all business. You like when you meet an older chick, dude. It's like you got to come in the door, like. I'm paying bills. I'm ready to put you on. I'm ready to get a mortgage. I'm ready to put you on my insurance. Let's, you know, you come in. You almost coming into a ready-made family situation. I think that that depends, though, man. I, I think that sometimes an older chick is 
She's not emotionally attached to anything. So you can almost get whatever you want. It's She may literally say, okay, what do you want? You want a physical relationship that's just physical? Do you want to try to make something serious? And she's completely okay. She's not some young girl. She's completely realistic. She's like, I'm 40. This is what I want to do. So yeah, it, that could be positive. That. It could be negative. It depends on what you make. Let, let me tell you the problem I've been running into. I've been running into a lot of women that are four and five years removed from college. They're career women. And they have a world of opportunity, which is so attractive. I love career women. I love women with goals and aspirations. But the problem. I just like women with ass. Yes. I love that. You can leave the paration off of it. Just (laughs) Hey, you got some ass? But got a good job and some ass. I'm, I love you. So the problem I've been running into is I go with this chick who's just limitless in what she can do in life. The world is her oyster, right? And we live here in the southeast, and she's got a job opportunity in California. So now she has to choose between me and her dream job. Mm. Guess who loses? Joey Burnham. I've had that in multiple situations. Really? Why? Yeah. And yeah, I've had that a lot. Well, not a lot, but more times than I feel comfortable with. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And and um You should date hood rats. And why? I thought about that. You should date I thought hood about rats. them old localized hood rats that ain't going nowhere. You should just date them. You you know what you need. I'm gonna tell Man, you what those you are, need to that's, go. that's such an extreme. That's such an opposite. Just the middle. Let's, let's all you gotta do, you don't have to go no, to the opposite end. No, and that's why no, you go to the opposite end. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you right. what you need. And that's why tell I you what you need. Wait, 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 right oh no, 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 because I gotta get off my brain. Okay. You yeah. need a chick that's like a manager of like a fast food restaurant. <laughs> like not the cashier. You know what I'm saying? See, you need one that's just like a little ambitious. Not a lot, just a little ambitious. Just like one that's like that's like like the general manager of a McDonald's or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's actually pretty successful. And they it's they like make she's like eighty, ninety thousand. And she's like year, successful right? enough, but she ain't going nowhere. And make sure she got like make sure she got I'm a kid that's like seven. That way you know she ain't going nowhere because that kid got a few years before they go to high school and then get her pregnant. <laughs> I need you create a new family and you I just need, make a new family. I need a bitch with an ankle bracelet. <laughs> And she can't leave the motherfucking state. As a matter of fact, I'm going to create relationship promise ankle, ankle bracelets. bracelets. Genius. Just like a fucking promise ring or a damn engagement ring. I'm going to put a damn tracking device on this bitch's leg. <laughs> and every time she crossed that state line, that motherfucker going to blow up. <laughs> she ain't even going to beep. She's going to blow beep, up. Beep, 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 beep. Bitch, you better come back. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Fuck it, I'm gonna blow myself up. I hate you. I had to go see my grandma in Texas. She dying. You gonna die too, bitch. <laughs> Y'all gonna be together real soon. If you cross that gun line, <laughs> you will be shot. You will be destroyed. I'm start trapping these hoes with technology, my nigga. <laughs> That's genius, man. That's real genius. Relationship ankle bracelets. But we said That's a whole better lot. than a wedding ring. Or, exactly or you can just black is. snake moan that motherfucker. <laughs> Tied to the show. To the radiator. radiator. You ain't never leaving me. <laughs> I love you. I don't I don't Sa- think this is helping Sam your Jackson case. cuffed cuffed a white woman to a uh to a radiator. Isn't that what you do with all your white women though? Well, 
I hope this doesn't sound too goddamn morbid, but you know, it's two types of love. Or at least two types of love I'm going to talk about. You got that healthy love, that reciprocating, agape love, that back and forth. I got your back. You got my back. We're going to live together. We're going to grow. We're going to grow together, love. You got that type of love, the love that everybody wants. Then you got that dangerous ass. If you leave me, I'm going to kill you, love. Now, a lot of people say the latter isn't love at all. How could you love somebody and hit them? How could you love somebody and, and, and do them wrong? And for the most part, I agree because that's fucked up. If you love somebody, you treat them like a king or a queen. But let's get into the, the mind of a crazy motherfucker. Journey into the mind of a maniac. Yes. Doomed to be a killer since I came out the nutsack. In the words of the great Dr. Dre. And I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I don't want to. Written by Ice Cube. When a motherfucker says that in a sick, in a sick way, in a sick, unhealthy, unadvised way, that nigga who goes upside your head, you should leave him, ladies. Leave that nigga immediately. Please. But in a sick way, he does love you. Is his love healthy? Is his love something you should uh. roll with? No. It's, you got good love and bad love. But nonetheless, it's, it's still love. It's a love that you should get away from. It's a love you shouldn't stick with. It's a love that's fucked up. It's a love that I wouldn't advise. <laughs> but You're making that extremely clear. I'm making, I, I want to make that clear. But here goes the sick psychology behind it. If that abusive motherfucker didn't care for you or love you at all, <laughs> he wouldn't hit you like that. That sounds horrible. I know I shouldn't say it, but I'll say this. If that motherfucker's in a relationship with you and he does not want to be with you, he's walking out the door, he ain't putting his hands on you because he doesn't give a fuck. But in his warped, sick-ass mind, that is his love. In, in, in that warped, sick-ass mind, that's how he tries to keep you close. That's how he tries to keep you near. Am I justifying it? No. Um, but I'm saying it's a very sick, evil, demented love that I wouldn't advise anybody to go through. But yet it is a form of unhealthy love. And then you got to question where that person learned that shit from. I'm not I justifying. Don't, I don't it. think that sh- that I don't I don't think that shit is love. I think that <laughs> shit is I think that shit is fear. It's a part of the it, it's on the the love spectrum. It's on the love whether sp- you like it, it or not. It's on the yeah. love spectrum. Whether you, That's what I'm but saying. But I think it's rooted Ladies, in don't be in an abusive relationship. Call the police on that nigga and get out as soon as you can. You can leave all your comments to Joey Burnham. <laughs> yeah. He actually can. At Twitter. I that is J O E Y. I think I think B-U-R-N you made it very clear that you don't agree, even though E-M even though you made it very Twitter. clear <laughs> that you don't agree with that type of love. <laughs> I don't agree with what you said at all. No, I don't think that's love, man. man I think that's throat. fear. I think that's manipulation. I think that is a person that doesn't understand that love, for the most part, is freedom. This is true. You know what I'm saying? I, and that's that's one thing. Love. Love for the most part. If you love somebody, man, you should 
they should have not the freedom to do what they want. You don't because it's a man gonna be a man, and we don't need passes to do exactly what the hell we want. I think that it is very healthy for a man to have a little bit of fear of his wife. To be honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you should know, man. I can't do that shit. Well, if, what, like, what type of explain your your fear? The fear, the fear? fear I'm talking about is this kind of fear. Uh, if, bitch, if I get che- caught cheating with your ass, where the fuck am I gonna stay? Cause you live with your mama, and your mama don't like me cause she know I'm married and I shouldn't be in this relationship. And if my wife find out, we all fucked because I'm afraid of child support. I'm afraid of alimony. I'm afraid of being homeless. I'm afraid of moving here with my mama, with my 37 year old ass. I'm afraid of all that shit. That's the kind of fear I'm talking about. More than more than that. That's a healthy amount of fear. <laughs> that's a healthy amount of fear. And what a, I done ran up in this little side chick, and you know she didn't. I didn't fucked around and brought home the, the motherfucking itches to my damn wife, and I got to explain that shit. Itchies. <laughs> the itchies. The itchies. The itchies. <laughs> <laughs> you know something wrong with my vagina, baby. I'm not shit itching. What what's going on? My, my dick itching too. What you mean your dick itching? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Now you now you got a knife to your damn throat. Back to love. But yeah, man, that shit, man, that shit is I think it's manipulation, man. I it think is. I it's think it's definitely I think it's manipulation. I, I think that is fear. That's, that's an insecure person. I think it's control. I think it's uh mis misguided and misdirected love. Yeah, it is. You it's, know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and if you run across that, that's and that's that's the word that I'll use. I call it evil love, but it's misguided. And misdirected love. It's on the spectrum of love, but it's misguided and it's fucked up. And it, because did you hear about them dudes? And did you hear not them dudes? But did you hear about that dude who uh, shot his baby mom and four of his eight children? She had put a restraining order up against that dude, like in March. So obviously, you know, that was going through some bullshit. And and she was trying to, you know, get herself away from the situation. And this dude was in so-called love that he, you know, so long, bitch, you did me so wrong. And I don't want to go, go on living in this world without you. you. That shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't see how I can say. Now, I will say this. Since we're talking about fucked up love, I will say this. I sincerely believe that a man can cheat on his wife and still love her uh, guess what oh hmm? yeah guess yeah. what hmm? i believe that a woman could cheat on, on her man and still love him yeah but see women cheat for different reasons but it's though. more likely that a man does it women cheat for different reasons though by the time a female cheating nigga just like nigga, <laughs> you the last to know well can i say this <laughs> yeah let me let me let me take that from you and say this both sexes can cheat just to get their rocks off and come back home. Both sexes can do that. But women do that less than men. Men, most likely when they cheat, is to get their rocks off and come back to the house. When women cheat, I'm going to disagree with you. When men cheat, most likely is to get their rocks off and come back to the one they truly love. I'm going to disagree right there. But women, when women cheat, it's probably because your ass is about to be over with. She about, she trying to leave your ass. A woman to cheat, and most likely the nigga she cheating with is the nigga that's going to replace you. 
I want to say this. Women cheat to replace your ass. Men cheat just because they want to get their rocks off and come back. I, I not, think that. Not in every case, but I, I agree with you at least 80% of the time. Men do bruh, that they, more they than mentally, women. Bruh. They've mentally moved on. Let me tell you. They're already making preparations to move on to the next thing. So. Well, yeah, I was. I will say, you know, I think that when a woman cheats, it, it, she's already. Because women go, you know, women, they go through all the emotions and then they leave your ass. You know what I'm saying? I feel I feel like a woman can, you know, start to separate herself while she's in that relationship. And by the time she gets single, she already broke up with you. She just, just so happened to be living with your ass for a year and a half while she was doing it. You know what I'm saying? So, but I think that men, because I've talked to a lot of women who were like, I tried to have a friends with benefits relationship with this nigga. And he started falling in love. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that falls into the that, category that of the chick who already she knew what she wanted. Right, but see, men, I really think that men get caught up. I think that men can men cheat on women and then they can they fall in love with these women or they become emotional about these women, and that's when they get caught up. That's when men get caught up when you start when you when you start doing dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, uh, sneaking off at lunch to go and see the broad or. You know, leaving the table, dinner table, and talking on your phone, text messaging, and all that kind of stuff. It's like if you're gonna play the game, play the game right. If you're gonna jump out there, you're gonna be an asshole. Play the game right. But 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 the problem with the game is that a lot of people, a lot of men, don't say what it is. It's like yo, the game pretty much is like hey, I'm if you if you're a single man and you want to see other women, I hate the fact that you know you i hate when dudes lie to a mass group of women about what they're doing i personally think it's way more players for you to be like hey i'm feeling you you're feeling me i just want to let you know that i'm seeing other women and whatever happens in our relationship it happens and you know what i'm saying but when when marriage is involved how can you do that because i'm talking about like a single situation in a single situation in a single situation that's when you can do that in a married situation I mean, if you're gonna play the game, the game is disrespectful. If you're married and you're gonna do that, it's like you are, you need to be straight up. You know what I'm? Hey, I'm married. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this is what I want to do. I ain't finna leave you for my wife. I'm just letting you know you little whoop de whoop on the side or whatever the situation may be, yeah, and you, you go on the about wife it. For them. But a lot of niggas get caught up in the bullshit. You know, a lot of niggas are just straight up lying, saying they ain't got no damn wife, and the motherfuckers be off somewhere on damn Tinder going on dates. And this is true, but that, in my opinion, as much as I agree with you, because you're absolutely right, but that's the exception. Let's speak in stereotypical phrases and terms and shit. Let's just generalize everything. And generally speaking, who cheats to get their rocks off? Men or women? I think married men cheat to get their rocks off, and they end up. I think, falling I for think the chick. Men do it I more. think men in relationships in general cheat to get their rocks off. Here goes my next question. Generally speaking, who cheats for love? Who cheats because of what they're not getting at home emotionally? And who cheats um, when they've decided maybe they need to move on? I think that I think that both generally do. speaking. Generally think speaking, I really think that both sexes do it. And both, both and both, bo- and both sexes, sexes do it, uh, and do I it. think, and I think but, that's yeah, the exception. Women, women do it more, man. They generally, 
generally, I don't. I see the conversation that that you want to have is a conversation I totally agree with. I agree with every point you're making, but that conversation is an exception. That conversation is a anybody's capable of anything conversation. But in general terms, men cheat from a physical standpoint. And women cheat from an emotional standpoint. Of course, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Can, in general can terms, men cheat from an emotional yes. standpoint? Can men fall in love with somebody outside the house? Of course. Can women be cold and callous and careless? Yes. But that ain't general speak. General speak, niggas gonna get their dick sucked and come back home to their wife and, sh- and still treat her like a queen. A woman, if she go outside the house, your ass about to be replaced. Yeah, you, you, she punching your ticket. She punching your goddamn she ticket. She punching your damn ticket with the ding a <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Beat him over the head with a dad. But, but, I, but. You were right about the truth thing, too. You're talking about telling the truth. Yeah. My, um. <laughs> I think it's way more player to tell the truth. My, uh, next door neighbor was actually a pimp. He was a full blown 100%. Oh, you talking about cherry pie. <laughs> He was a 100% That nigga lived next door to a pimp named Cherry Pie. <laughs> tell him, tell tell how Cherry I Pie got his name. You tell him. You tell him. Because I can't do that. Cherry Pie. That's not his name, but he gave him the name Cherry Pie. <laughs> that's that's Jonathan Crane, uh, the deep voice intelligence sounding Negro. He's my best friend. And um, while visiting him one day, an older gentleman stepped outside as we were outside talking no but seriously the, the the older nigga next door was a pimp he fucked a lot of hoes real cool ass nigga real suave and he bakes he lures bitches in with cakes and creams and pies and cookies and this nigga was baking the cherry pie and burnt the skin off his motherfucking <laughs> self he burnt the skin off his legs off his right legs, yeah. and he a dark-skinned man so he had a, a pink yeah he has a pink that nigga had a pink Spot. I guess the nigga gave all himself all down his leg from the shit. He burned. He he the cooked con- that cherry pie and gave himself like a third degree burn. And the cons- you got to remember the the consistency of a pie, <laughs> like lava. And it was sticky. Hot. It's sticky. It's not like water. And it was hot. That, that's it, damn. It ate, his, it ate his fucking skin. It up. ate his fucking flesh. Yes, it did. So and I keep thinking about that song every time. She's my cherry pie. <laughs> cool drink of water sucks dick <laughs> so fine. <laughs> yeah, man. So that's the pimp cherry Sweet pie. Cherry, cherry pie. pie. <laughs> we call that nigga cherry pie because he'll he'll he's he'll he'll, but, but he'll bake a bitch you. into oblivion. <laughs> that nigga was baking. <laughs> Is like, that nigga is it's like the, the witch the from Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> 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 that nigga was giving these hoes candy. Hey man, don't 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 bring shit. your bitch around that nigga when he baking them cherry pies and them apple pies. That hoe will never come home with you. <laughs> What's that smell? Well, you well know, my pretty. <laughs> yeah, he was such a pimp. They actually ran him out of Baltimore. He told me that they he he literally was told by the police in Baltimore that he couldn't he couldn't be here anymore. They, he had to literally leave the area. So uh, <laughs> he told me about like one of the first things he told me when I lived next door to him since I was a kid. And he never told me any of this stuff. I had a conversation with him and the conversation just led into him being a pimp. And um, he told me about truth, about how he always told all these women the truth. He never lied to them from the very beginning. He told them, this is where you stand. 
This is what I am. This is who I am. So when you were talking about that, I was like, you know what? That's Dude, what it said. is way more player. Imagine this. Imagine, I'm going to give you two scenarios. First scenario is this. The first scenario is the typical shit that all of us do. You got one chick you talking to, but you ain't telling her you talking to nobody else. And you got these other bitches, and then you telling them you ain't talking to nobody else. One day, you walking through the mall with one of your chicks, and another one of your chicks see you coming up. And you got this other girl on your arm, and she thought y'all was together. What's finna happen? Argument. Argument. You know, a situation. A motherfucking scene. I think it's way more player. I think it's way more player for a guy to be walking in the mall with one chick, another chick come up, see him with the chick, and he go, ah, ah, hey, hey, Joanne, it's Justine. Uh, Yeah, we just, you know what I'm saying, finna go out to dinner and see a movie and everything, but uh, I'm gonna call you later on. I think that shit is way more player. That's called having your hoes in check. I think that (laughs) shit, because my thing is this, I believe in telling the female the truth because you give her the option. Because it's a win-win for you, and it's a win-win for her. If I tell you straight up, I'm seeing other women, and I want to see you too, but I'm just letting you know that I see other that's women. That's how I operate. Then, then it's like, if you, if you mess with me, that's a win for me. And if you don't mess with me, that's a win for me. That's, yeah, pretty that's much. how I operate. I, I try to tell these hoes the truth. I try, to tell, <laughs> I try to tell these women the truth. If I'm in a relationship... If I'm in a real-ass relationship, I respect my relationship, I respect the person I'm with, and I'm not going to cheat on her, and we're going to be monogamous because that's what we agreed upon. But if I'm a single man, I ain't lying to nobody. It's like, okay, I see you. You look good. We're going to talk. We're going to kick it. Yes, I date other women from time to time, um, but I'm just playing the field right now, and I really enjoy kicking it with you. And Me and you can do this thing. We ain't got to have no pressure, no strings attached. We can have a good time. I'm just gonna match match your pace and your intensity, and we can just kick it however you want to. Yeah, That's and whatever I, and whatever happens in that moment happens in that moment, and it's that moment, and you don't necessarily have to mean anything. It means what it means in that moment, and you keep going. And if we find ourselves going to the next level, cool. Then guess what you do? You get on the phone. You CC every. I CC every girl around town. You know, you hit the Andre three thousand on them. You know, you tell them, hey, I found somebody I want to be with. Um, so yeah, I'm finna do this. I, I I think there's way more player to be honest because in, in my mind, I'm I, in my mind, you know, I'm a married man and I can't do this shit. So I have to visualize <laughs> and pretend that I can still do this shit. <laughs> but in my mind, I'm seeing a motherfucker who's telling all these women the truth, and he got two or three of them sitting in the house with him, and they all Pretty getting much. along, chilling, drinking, having a good time. You know what I'm saying? And and. And then yeah. if you see her, he had a else. woman that he cared about the most. He told me that, you know, that was more of like the woman that he would have married and all that type of stuff. If he was really into that whole thing. Right. You're talking then, about Cherry Pie, right? <laughs> what you called him. <laughs> but yeah. So and then he had all of these other females that honey, they served different purposes in his life. Right. You know what I mean? And that way, if you see one of these women. If you see one of these women with another dude, you don't feel a way about it. You might feel a way about it because, hell, you got emotions just like a regular person. But you can move on with it. Now, you might say, damn, she giving both of us the pussy? I think I need to wear two condoms. One for me and one for him. (laughs) (laughs) But at least you know. You know what I'm saying? And, And honestly and truthfully, okay, look, disclaimer, I'm finna sound like a bigot. Because I'm finna say something about men on the down low. Okay? So now, 
you can fast forward, you can pause, you can turn gotta this shit off. Keep it. Sorry. But I got to keep it real. Mm. That's why I don't respect men on the down low. Because my thing is this. Give the female the option. You know what I'm saying? It's too much shit going on in the world. It's too much shit happening. It's too much uh, other stuff, AIDS, HIV, and other things floating around here for you not to give a woman an option about your lifestyle. I think it's way better for you to be like, hey, look, I sleep with men, sleep with women. I'm telling what you, you this right. what you yeah. want to do and give her the option to say yes or no. Because the moment you don't give a woman the option to say yes or no, you take everything away from her and you put her in an awkward situation. You're and right. and, I, and that's not even talking about diseases. That's just like she catch you one day holding hands with a dude and she and she didn't know it. That's just his good friend. That's just that's his, his good yeah. friend. He knew him for it. years. Girl, that's my cousin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like so that, only, that scenario only makes sense if you're like six and, and your parents told you to hold hands because you need to walk him across the street or something. Exactly. But if he's like but if 30. He like 37 and he's like 42 and y'all walking through the damn mall holding hands and you, you just left old girl's house last night, then, you know, that's a problem. That's the situation. And on, uh, and on another turn, let's just be honest and say we act like it ain't no freaks out here. We act like you act. We act like you, this nigga ain't gonna run across a woman. Oh, that's my fantasy. Bring him over here too. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is just be whatever you're doing. Be truthful with it. Be real with you're it. You're right. Be truthful with it because that shit is way more flyer than getting caught. A lot it's of people true. don't want to tell the truth because um, it's more comfortable, especially in the situation you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's way more comfortable to. To have they call they call that situation like someone having a beard, you know they kind of have like a mustache or a beard, something to hide what they truly are. So uh, society, you know, they look at them a certain way. But if they have a family and a kid, it's kind of like okay, dude, it's twenty sixteen exactly. But uh, Bruce Jenner uh, doesn't have a penis anymore. Well, so maybe not, but Bruce. So so it's twenty. That's it's a completely different situation. And, and he finna be on a cover of Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition. So, wealth wealth changes a lot. You know what I so mean? So come on. But it's still going to set the tone <laughs> for everybody else? Maybe so. 20, 2016, dude, I don't see. I think I think the so Randy, the dude who works in the stock room, is treated differently than Caitlyn Jenner or Bruce Jenner. <laughs> right? Well, you, say? Uh, you know, let, well, we can't <laughs> honestly say Randy ain't got that damn makeup team that Bruce Jenner got either. But. But it's 2016, dude. We living in the whole. We, we're living in a time with what people sexual fluidity. You know what I'm saying? You, you, if well, that's that what doesn't you necessarily like, change what someone's family thinks. That's that's what you're really trying to. But you torturing hide yourself. something from. I'm not you're even talking yourself. about your immediate family. I'm talking about what someone's mother, aunt will think. So that's what they're doing. They created a life, so their mother won't look at them and say, "Oh." Well, you're this, or that their preacher won't look at them and say, "Oh, well, what happened to you?" Like, so they they created that life because it's it's not. I don't agree with. So it. is that so is that a I lot see. more so so is that a lot more easier than quiet torment? Uh, quiet torment. Quiet torment. Because that's what because that's what you, that's quiet torment you, for you, you to not live honest, from based on what you're saying from the, the you know someone transmitting something negative. To some person who doesn't deserve anything, well, nobody deserves a sexually transmitted disease except for a select few. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he said, what, do you have a list? Is there people you'd like to talk yes. about? Yes. Uh, no. 
But I mean, my thing is this: that's quiet torture, man. For you, for you to to not live your life and not, you know, I hate the phrase. Right, I You're really right. do hate the phrase "living my truth" because. You know, everybody got a truth they got to live. You're and right. you, you know, one specific group should not have the corner marketed on living your truth. Because all of us got some shit we got to live with. And we should all be truthful about it. But my thing is, that's quiet torture. That is quiet torture for you to sit there and not be honest about, your, about yourself, about your family, about your life, to your, about what you really are and what you really want to do. Because it's 2016. It ain't 19. It ain't 1916 no more. It's 2016. It's just like you know, everybody. Oh, you gay? Okay. Oh, you like girls too? You Every, like, everybody's not gonna have like, that same you like, response. You like you like boys too? Okay. Everybody's not gonna have that same response. You have that response. I probably you have a response. Give a shit because I don't have a heaven, hell, a hotel to put no damn body in. Exactly. I but, just want you to be honest. But this is why this is what <laughs> doing. Some people just want to live a certain life. No matter, and it's it's really selfish in this way because you're you're jeopardizing somebody else's health and future on a lie that you you've created. Because even though there's a sad element to it, but it's still it's still dangerous for someone. So that's the bad part about it. At this point, lead truth. That's all I gotta say. It's 2016. There's no reason for you to be out there like. So many people then took the not only came out the closet but took the damn closet straight out their damn house. <laughs> <laughs> they don't got no damn closets in their house. They're like, "Look, this is me. I'm free, and that's what." It is. And I can, and I respect that. I respect that more than you hiding about it. You know what I'm saying? Be what you, at this point. Be what you're gonna be. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but anyway, I mean that's truth for you. I, I think that I really do, honestly, truthfully believe in truth. Joseph, you, got you do quiet feel better. You do feel better when you tell the truth, no matter what. No matter okay, how guys. Terrible. So now that I've said all that, I'd like to come out and tell you guys that I am a get um, the fuck out. <laughs> Go ahead, finish. Finish what you listen. Said. I, I just want to tell you guys <laughs> now. <laughs> listen, seriously, I need to tell you guys something. I um, I've been struggling with these feelings for a while now. Um, I know that my wife is listening, and I don't want to disappoint her, and I don't want to disappoint my two beautiful daughters, or my brother, or my mom. But I, I'm trans, transfinancial. There's a little rich white man living inside of me, and I think it's time that I let him come out. You're mocking that man, and some his name, people are gonna come for you for mocking that man. His name, not, listen, I'm, okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking my truth, and you're not gonna interrupt me speaking my truth. Okay, go the ahead. little rich white man inside of me, his name is Uncle Moneybags, Uncle Pennybags. I'm sorry, um, if you don't Uncle know who Uncle Fucker, if you don't know who Uncle Pennybags is, I challenge you to Google him right now, and you'll understand how I feel about myself. So I'm telling the world live right now on the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show that I am coming out as a rich white man and I'm going to start living my truth. I'm coming out. I want the world to know. Gotta let it show. Well, since we're making confessions. Oh, shit. I'd like to confess that I have... For the last 20 years, I've had a demon living inside of me. (laughs) 
His name is Maktaknur. <laughs> the benevolent one? Maktaknur? Maktaknur, the benevolent one. And he'd like to speak to you all right now. Uh, it's not the time for him to come out right now. You dare? <laughs> um, <laughs> the father. The power. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. What he just all said of you will was. Kneel before him. Where the hoes at? Where the chicken at? Where the motherfucking party at, bitch? <laughs> so, uh, this show getting ready to wrap up, y'all. Uh, so what's the uh, what's the point of it all? What's the moral to the story, y'all? What, what, what do we all take from this conversation? The moral of the story is you got to know thyself. Huh. You got to know yourself and be real enough and honest enough with yourself to live your truth, to treat the people around you with respect, and knowing yourself and loving yourself helps you love and understand others. That was that was very good. That was very eloquent. Words from the great Maktak Nul. <laughs> so that was the demon speaking. Now, if you ask me, man, fuck that shit, man. <laughs> fuck these hoes. <laughs> Take off them rubbers <laughs> and slide that car. <laughs> Do you have anything to add to that, Mr. Crane? <laughs> he pretty much said it all, man. Just, you know, I guess the truth will set you free. Yeah. So to all you fuck ass niggas out there not telling the truth, call your girl right now. All of them. Call your girlfriends. Call your boyfriends. Call whatever you got. Put them on the phone. Text message them. Matter of fact, send them all a mass text right now. And tell them you like Dingaling too. <laughs> oh, shit, man. This is the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show. I'm Lawrence G. That's Joey Burnham. Joey Burnham. That's Jonathan Crane. Pastor of Fear. <laughs> and we is out, this motherfucker. And as we always say about this time, don't go out there and do nothing stupid, like lie about your situation, because grown-ass men do grown-man shit. We out. The Grown-Ass Man Hip Hop Show is brought to you by Fourth Coast Media, produced by Lawrence Tremell, and recorded at Fourth Coast Studios. This is a Fourth Coast Media production. Fourth Coast?